Today in the garage, we asked the guests of season two to tell us about their favorite courthouse eats and the nearby watering holes. Whether you're driving your Audi A8, picking your banjo, or working on submissions, step into the garage, listen to the experts, and get a tune. Andrew, where do you go to eat when you're down at Old City Hall? Uh, Old City Hall, I try to go to um, one of those restaurants that's sort of on Bay South, if you have the time. Like it used to be, um, like there used to be the Mercado there that I used to like eating at. And I'll go to the Mercado in the Eaton Center if you have the time. If not, like I'll grab, I've grabbed the sandwich in that, ca- the, the stand down in the basement there at the bottom of the stairs. But if you have the time, if I have the time, Mercado. Interesting. What about you, Megan? Uh, <laughs> granola bar. I, if, if it's a substantive <laughs> appearance, I can't eat lunch. We were talking about the physical traumas associated l- with litigation. And for me, it's like a total loss of appetite. Plus, I'm a procrastinator, so I always need to use lunch to prepare. That, that's my answer to every courthouse, by the way. <laughs> Oh, that's too bad. There's, I'm like, I'm, I try to be like, like the, the Anthony Bourdain of courthouse culinary. Where, uh, where, where was I, that? Where was that Italian place that we went to where I met you? You were sitting at the bar where you knew the owner. It was, it was for 2201. Oh, Panino Cappuccino. Yeah. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. That's my friend's place. That's one of my, uh, that's a fan favorite for sure. I've been going there since high school. I also go, if I'm on, if I'm at 2201, I'll go to Plaza Latina. Oh yeah. For, and grab like whatever because they have like nine restaurants in their food court there but that's a winner too yeah 2201's not bad um hamilton hamilton probably has one of the best shawarma places i've ever had lulu shawarma it's about yeah. yes yeah. okay that's my one exception yeah. yeah lulu's is so good like if i'm even just driving through hamilton You'll i'll stop, stop for, a for a lulu's it seats like four people you just got to get it and go yeah. it's t- kind of tough to have at lunch but you know, if you got to go back into court, Megan wouldn't have it if she had to go back into court. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's no chance. Right? But it's good to it's good if you're on your way out after after the Hamilton uh, court appearance. Yeah, you so, don't stop at Shakespeare's for a shrimp cocktail and a, a Branzino fish or a, a nice tenderloin. No, I can't have a meal like that. Come I on. love Shakespeare's. They've always had the same specials there. <laughs> And the special fish today, Branzino. It's a Branzino fish. I'm like, I know it's a Branzino. <laughs> Every day. It's, that's the, the, you guys have the Branzino market cornered here. You know, there's a restaurant in Hamilton just south of the Cordell's called the Capri. It's uh, yeah. on John Street. On John. It's got about 14 types of veal. Try the veal. Best, the best in the, in the city. city. It's the, it's got. Thanks a lot. So it's unbelievable. Tin roof. It's actually a nice place. I've, I've been there many times too for a good sit down. You know how many times that scene in The Godfather's made me order a veal parmigiana from like Vesuvio's when it was around? I'd watch, <laughs> I immediately get hungry. Him looking at McCluskey saying, try the veal. It's the best in the city. The next thing I know, I'm ordering veal takeout. <laughs> and then the delivery guy would like see me watching it when he'd come 40 minutes later and he'd be standing there watching. I'm like, you want to come in? <laughs> I always get the craving for Chinese food just before that scene when, when they're, they're all eating the when Chinese. Eating food. The Chinese, yeah. Waiting for the uh, the the inside guy at the precinct to call. Mega right now is going. What the hell did I get myself <laughs> yeah, into? Yeah, exactly. You get, are we going to talk about football now? <laughs> yeah. So after a tough case, Megan, you're at uh, 
you're at the office, you say to your colleagues, let's go to the bar. Where do you go? Oh, I mean, back when that was a thing, we went to the town crier a lot for proximity reasons and also patio reasons. And they also have for any pregnant podcast listeners, they have the best selection of non-alcoholic beer. So the whole time I was pregnant, that was my favorite place to go. That's a good, uh, that's a good tip. What do you, where do you go? So I used to go to the Queen and Beaver all the time because I've, I've been at the atrium for the last eight years, but now Megan and I are going to be chambers mates. We've both moved into Simcoe. Want to come to the town crier? Yeah, yeah, I'll They've come to the time. Cr- great town non-alcoholic crier. beer. Well, I'll, I'll have the alcoholic <laughs> one, but um, yeah, so now I guess that'll, I'll definitely go for drinks with you there. Yeah. But the Queen and Beaver was always great. We would, uh, we would sometimes take the bar on the ground floor. Uh, in the dining room, but they would let four or five of us go and stand at the bar there. I think you came once or twice to yeah, those yeah. drinks, and uh, they had the nice, uh, nice barrel-aged Manhattans, and they have the uh, the pump top, and and they always have a nice uh, a nice British ale on that. So that was always fun. The food was great. What's your What's your go-to bar food? I mean, depends where, but I'm always a sucker for wings. Yeah, like. Always a sucker for wings. But usually fries are the easiest, aren't they? Because you share. Megan? Uh, Oh, anything tossed in buffalo sauce. Literally anything. (laughs) (laughs) Neha, tell our listeners, um, where's a good spot to eat around the Cornwall Courthouse if we come out there for, for a trial? I think I would be remiss and I would be doing Cornwall a disservice if I didn't mention Riley's. <laughs> you agree, Paul? I mean, for the value you get at Riley's, um, you just have to make sure that you don't have an important witness after you eat Riley's <laughs> and that you have access to about three gallons of water. What kind of fare is it? So it's a, it's a deli, it's a bakery. You get giant sandwiches with, um, I think, maybe three inches of cold cuts and an inch of cheese on homemade white bread. Uh, just slathered in mayo. The trick is, and I've never mastered this, but the ability to, ability to just eat half the sandwich and then to walk away from the other half and save it for the next day. I, I can't do that, and I usually um, uh, end up eating the whole thing, and I'm in a food coma for the whole afternoon. Um, and I always add on two or three cookies or an eclair. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it's the best cash only. You come to Cornwall, yeah, cash, make sure cash. you have some loonies because you're going to be buying a $5 sandwich. Um, um, and it's, it's the greatest. And you'll run into everyone from your trial at the bakery. Yep. And uh, um, it's, uh, it's a great place to uh, meet people. Oh, and they don't have air conditioning inside. So you're standing there, you're sweating with everyone from your trial, and you're in anticipation of these giant sandwiches and cookies. Paula, what about in Ottawa? <laughs> At Riley's, you also see the complainant and the accused together when they have non-contact orders during a trial. <laughs> <laughs> Buying each other sandwiches. Buy yeah, exactly. Oh, you, you, being counsel in Cornwall, I'm sure that you could, um, you should make that a condition of the bail as an, an exception to the no-contact <laughs> order, Riley's. unless you're at Riley's. <laughs> <laughs> Paula, where do we eat um, when we come to Ottawa? Um, well, in terms of if you're going to come and argue a case in Ottawa, 
probably the go-to place in terms of location and in terms of the food you're going to get and uh, the ambiance is going to be Johnny Farina's, which is pretty much across from the courthouse. Nice Italian restaurant, uh, great bar area, great food, uh, good service. Uh, everybody pretty much goes there to eat, especially from the defense bar. Uh, I know me and my colleagues uh, like to go there often and uh, we'll get the, we'll, you know, get a good couple of pizzas and some sandwiches and stuff once in a while you get a nice pasta uh, another place uh, just down the road a little bit probably about one block is um, um, oh my gosh uh, the whales bone uh, which is a seafood based place uh, they have a great hidden patio in the back and um, really good food really good food fish sandwich can never go wrong and oysters Neha when you Go to a bar. What's your drink of choice after work? Mm, red wine. And I think I get it from uh, Juliana Margulis's character from The Good Wife. The scenes of her <laughs> when she gets home from uh, her unrealistic days in court. And uh, she is sitting or standing with a glass of wine and just contemplating her day. And, you know, uh, red wine in hand. Um, for me, it's that nice peppery glass of red wine uh, at the end of a, a work day that helps me to uh, reflect on what has just happened or unfolded in my life. <laughs> is there a Cornwall bar that you attend or is it something you pour at home? So I have to get home. Um, I've got kids waiting for me at home and they're my favorite people to go to the bar with. Um, we have two favorite pubs in our neighborhood um, and uh, I uh, um order them their chicken tenders and their orange crush and I'll have a glass of red wine and I'll let them account for their days. Um, there are two places I like in Cornwall if I am sticking around. One is Schnitzel's. They have great uh, a great wood fire oven for pizzas um, and Friday nights you're going to find all the lawyers there, all the local lawyers there. And uh, Eska, just across from the courthouse, across the street. Um, they have great pizzas, a great menu, um, and a great, a great bar. What's your bar food of choice, Neha? Chicken wings, suicide hot, no hesitation. <laughs> and I'm not embarrassed to eat them in front of uh, fancy people either. Well, if you like them, who cares? I mean, exactly. I've got nothing to lose. And what about you, Paula? What's your, what's your uh, bar food of choice? Um... Bar food of choice would probably have to be like some type of antipasto, right? So, uh, you know, some, some like a charcuterie board, a charcuterie board. They call it charcuterie board. It's fancy speak, but you know, we call it for what it is the antipasto board. You got the prosciutto, you got the, the, the spicy salami, you got some nice, uh, parmigiana, you got your olives, a little bit of hard bread. That's, that's everything you want. It's and a more. slice of, it's, it's a slice of, uh, <laughs> a slice of home. <laughs> Answer this question. Damn. Where do we go for lunch when we're in Brampton? Oh, Hakka food. Across the street. That's that's the move. It's across from the Longos. What is Hakka food? Hakka food is a uh, is a combination of Chinese and Indian food. There's a community of people called they're they're called Hakka and that's their ethnicity and they have a very unique cuisine uh, that uh, is local to their region and it is delicious. 
And if we can drive and we have the opportunity to drive, where else would we go? So then you're going to grab, you're in Brampton, so you're going to grab Indian food. Right. Is, is your primary. Because if you're in Brampton, that's what you do. Uh, you're going to go to Quality Suites, spelled with a K, pronounced quality. That's one way to do it. You can go for uh, Pomodoro's if you want some pizza. Marco, you can tell us about the quality of that at your leisure. Uh, there's a sushi place across the street. Pound for pound, Brampton has the best lunch options in the GTA, bar none. Scarborough's up there, but Brampton is number one. What's the dosa place you took me to? That place, unfortunately, no longer there. Dosa Paradise. It's, it, no, it's no longer there? It closed, broke my heart. No. Yeah, so I have to find a new dosa place. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not going to go for Italian food in Brampton no. um, when I'm at court in Brampton. Although the Longos across the street has some decent options. Stop. But there's so many better options over there. Yeah. Michelle, what do you say when we're in Scarborough? Uh, so historically, when I was in Scarborough, the best place to dine was a Japanese sushi restaurant called Zen. Um, and it was in another strip plaza. Uh, I think it was located next to a caddies. I think it was a strip joint. I'm pretty sure it was a strip joint. At any rate, uh, all the judges would regularly frequent the Zen uh, sushi bar. And I re recall going there with a colleague and we ordered uh, omakase, which means uh, chef's choice. So the chef just brings the food to you and uh, um, it, it's his choice. And it, it was fantastic. They relocated uh, to Markham, just some three and a half kilometers from where I reside. So I still... Uh, pre-lockdown would attend uh, that establishment, but it's no longer in Scarborough. You sure that's where the judges were going? 100%. I saw them there. Okay, good, good. <laughs> uh, Alberta, Southern Alberta, I guess, is where you guys are in your area. Um, where do you eat? Where do you eat for, like, in court, court days and so on? Yeah. So I'm not like a big eat lunch when I'm in a trial or in, a, in something substantive. I usually will just sort of have a snack and I caffeinate. That's big for me on the break. Um, lately, I've been really trying to make a concerted effort to buy my uh, buy at least something at our courthouse. We have a courthouse cafeteria here in Calgary at the court center um, that has been hit really hard by the pandemic and lots of people laid off. And so I've been sort of trying to be uh, a patron of that establishment when I'm downtown. We also have a great coffee shop. I think that you find any, if you're ever in Calgary looking for some defense lawyers to meet, go to DeVille, which is across the street from the courthouse. That's where we all go. They make a killer uh, Nutella latte that is a really nice treat if you're having a bad morning. Um, and there's a, another coffee shop, uh, Cafe Argentino, that's across the street, sort of in the other direction. That's really good. And then when I'm out of town, I really love on our circuit, finding some little gem hole in the wall using Google reviews or Yelp or whatever. And so um, I found great little coffee shops in Didsbury. There's a vintage cafe that's really awesome. And so that's always just sort of a little project for me when I'm done in court, can I find some more cool to check out while I'm here? And what about you, Pavel? Any tips? Uh, well, uh, it's kind of far uh, for just a walk, uh, but I always like going to the Kensington pub. Close to uh, it's in between the office and uh, the courthouse for me. So you know, either sort of lunch coming out or maybe after afterwards drinks with friends. But it's just sort of a really old style pub. Been there for forever. Uh, you know, uh, there is kind of grooves in the wooden stairs that that tell you about how many feet have stepped on them. But you know, great uh, 
great food there. Bison sandwich, you know, best for me. What's your, uh, what's your post court or post work day drink of choice when you're over at the Kensington or anywhere really? Well, that's actually, that's not the same. (laughs) I I like, I like a nice beer at the Kensington and, you know, I'll, I'll have uh, uh, some kind of dark, uh, dark beer, usually trad or something like that, uh, traditional. Um, uh, but uh, anywhere else, it's a it's a rum and coke for me. And and what about you, Kelsey? Yeah, I'm a like after work drinks is beer for me, and usually something local, uh, either something fruity or something dark. Um, we have Tool Shed Brewing, which probably hasn't made it out to Ontario, but is great out here. Um, Big Rock, I think trad and stuff is out your way now as well but we've got a whole bunch the law in Alberta actually used to be really bad for small breweries so we didn't have many uh, and that changed about five or six years ago and so we have a ton of them now and so I love just going and seeing what local thing is on draft and a pint of that'll make me happy and when we come to your bar what do we what are we washing what are we using those beers to wash down what are we washing down oh nachos Marco there's no other choice in the world is there like is there something other than nachos I don't know. Some people like chicken wings, you know, yeah. poutines. Or I, I'm sure some of the guests on this podcast across Canada will have different suggestions. Pavel, same answer. Uh, yeah, I love nachos, and uh, you know, poutine. It doesn't tra- it doesn't travel that well to Western Canada, so <laughs> I don't I don't recommend it. Yeah, there's a lot of grated mozzarella with gravy on fries. Like it's not you know it's but nachos with extra cheese and some guac will make you happy out here it's a good choice marco when you're at old city hall where do you like to grab a bite to eat when you're on lunch (laughs) i think you know i know (laughs) well i'm i'm picky uh, when it comes to restaurants so for me uh, the only place that i really enjoy uh, eating at old city hall is the hot dog stand on armory street um no, it's not. It's not Armory Street. It's. Uh, oh, sorry. Not. Uh, not on Armory. It's a. Is it not Armory? What's no, that street right behind. Uh, I forgot the name of it. Oh man, um, I should know this. We'll get our producer to do a fact check. Right, for us. Na- right, right near the Eden Center there. Yeah, it's the back entrance of Old City Hall at uh, at the back where it meets the back entrance of uh, Eaton Center. Mohammed's the, the hot dog guy there, and uh, he. He washes all his hot dogs uh, before he cooks them. Uh, he makes a point of telling me this, and he's always quick to uh, if you get to know him a little bit. So I have a hot, I have an Italian sausage. I always dress it the same way: uh, mustard, ketchup, uh, pickles, bacon bits, and hot sauce. And uh, I have it with a Dr Pepper, um, <laughs> and and that's my go-to lunch when I'm there. It's quick. Uh, it takes me five minutes to eat it. I can get back to work, and the. The thing about Mohammed that's nice is if he gets to know you, and for some of his special customers, he always has a Tupperware full of fresh fruit. Uh, sometimes it might be grapes, it might be apple slices, uh, it could be pineapple slices, whatever his wife packs him, and he'll always give me some, right, because he thinks it balances out my meal. Uh, and so that's uh, by far <laughs> my, my favorite place to eat. Um, if I could have my way, I'd have lunch at Soto Soto every day or, or Harbor 60, but I can't. So I, I settle for the uh, the quick and dirty street meat uh, with fruit side plate. You're talking about Mohammed's uh, hot dog vendor on Albert Street, just to be clear. Thank you for fact-checking. <laughs> Albert Street, that's correct. <laughs> what about, Lana, 
it, it, do do you have a local place in, in Nunavut where you go for lunch or are we we're talking about Toronto lunches? So there is one and um, it's called Yummy Shawarma and it's a shawarma restaurant. It's like a two minute walk from my office. So it's really close and it has delicious chicken shawarma and salads. Um, but, you know, it's not the same as Toronto because in Toronto, you know, you're out who knows where drive from home and you find the local fare at whatever courthouse you're at but in Iqaluit everything's close together so it's really you almost have no excuse for not bringing your lunch because you can always get back to your office within five minutes and the kitchen's there so you know it doesn't feel the same as you know the courthouse dining's not really it doesn't exist here in the same way as it does in the GTA well as you know, I eat out every day regardless of where I am. In Brampton, where do you like to go? I'll go to the... I, I don't, I'm so awful with names, but I go to the uh, either the um, buffet across the uh, courthouse or we go to Swiss Chalet or we go to the Jamaican place that you introduced me to, which is uh, probably your favorite place in Brampton. That's for sure my favorite place. And I like it too. You like, uh, it's called Walk of Fame is the Chinese restaurant. I I go to Walk of Fame. Walk of Fame. He wants to go for a Chinese buffet lunch in the middle of a trial. (laughs) (laughs) Um, After work, you want to go grab a drink. Where do you go? Lana. Well, now I go to the New Brew. It's a, it's a microbrewery here in Nunavut. It's great. It opens at 4.30, so I can grab a pint and then pick up my kids by 5.30. You know, it's that, it's that safety valve in place, so it's not like the old days, Marco, when we go to Betty's or Jason George and, you know, stay till 9. I got to get my kids. So that's where I go now. Back in the day when I was in Toronto, it was Betty's right by Hicks Adams or Jason George. I really enjoyed. I I really liked um, the Jason George on a Friday night, early in our career, where it felt like you were part of this professional group, but not Bay Street professionals, just professional group of people who would go to a more subtle bar. It wasn't really a dive bar; it was more of a nice bar, and you can have a couple drinks and talk shop and unwind for your week. I I kind of miss that uh, aspect of the practice of law when we were mostly downtown on a Friday. Now, if we finish early on a Friday, everybody's r- rushing home. What about you, Marco? You got any place you'd like to go? Why wait till after work to drink? <laughs> we're going to we're gonna have to edit that. <laughs> can edit it if you like. Uh, no, I don't, I don't really have a, uh, a go-to spot per se. It's, uh, for me, it's, uh, if I'm with the right company, I'll, I'll go anywhere. Um, I'll even go to Longo's for lunch with you uh, when, when you ask me to. Uh, so, yeah, I, these days, I mean, I've been um, spending a lot of time in my backyard um, in the garden, maybe with a glass of wine for dinner. But uh, I'm, not, I'm not a huge drinker, to be honest. So if we, if we come to Montreal and mm-hmm. we have to run a case, mm-hmm. where do we go for drinks afterwards, Val? Mm. Can come to my house. <laughs> no. Where do you go for drinks? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really go for drinks because I'm a mom. But when before becoming a mom, I think the the spot in Old Montreal, the Montreal courthouse is in Old Montreal, 
And these fought for defense, crown, and even judges sometimes was the keg steakhouse. I believe there's one in Toronto, right? There's many. There's the many. Keg, keg bar is a good bar, yeah. generally. And well, I don't even know if it was for the bar. I guess it was for the the, the size of the restaurant and their 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 capacity, uh, and and the possibility of having so many people at the same time. Back when we could all be in one room together mm. at the same time, so that was a, a known bar for uh, on Thursday evening, Saint Cassette, uh, for uh, for the uh, criminal law community in old montreal so probably still a place to go there are many places in old montreal this being said but th that was the go-to place i don't know if it's still happening because i'm a mom yeah biage uh probably the by by consensus the the lawyer bar is johnny farina's it's uh about a block down kitty corner to the courthouse uh, but the courthouse is on Elgin Street, and the rest of Elgin Street, which which spans about five six blocks, is mostly restaurants and, and bars and pubs. Um, so there's, there's a, several options, especially in the summer, if it's nice enough, um, and you're able to attend restaurants uh, to uh, to sit on a to sit on a patio. But I think I think the uh, the, the standard lawyer bar is Johnny Farina's. I remember at one point there was a place I think it was called the Mayflower. Oh. Oh, you're gonna make me you're gonna make me sad now. Tell me about the Mayflower. Oh, Marco, Marco. <laughs> Mayflower was was uh, so the Mayflower closed down in 2014. So the the I used to rent space when I was renting space from from James Ford's uh, office. We were right upstairs from the Mayflower. Oh, that's a yeah good spot. Yeah, Mayflower had you can get breakfast there. You can now you can't can't find a proper like pub breakfast anywhere. Uh, they they had like rotisserie chickens. Uh, uh, there's possible I may have <laughs> bet chicken lunches with other lawyers on outcomes of trials. Possibly I don't know. Uh, and then in the back it had the dankiest, moldiest, stinkiest bar, but it was just perfect. Everything about it was great. The the, the 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 cigarette stains in the in the wallpaper the they just the, the the giant bag of peanuts that everyone would just grab their hands into it was, it was this is very pre COVID but um, it was great and there was you know the the same the same um, waitress had been there for you know countless generations still slinging you know cheap beer and whiskey and uh, you know, sit five to a tiny little round table and and uh, and just yeah, and just talk shop. That was a great place. Sounds like FNS. FNS, yes. Father Anybody and from Ottawa U remembers FNS, Father and Sons Institution in Ottawa. I wanna something just occurred to me. The people that I know who practice in Montreal or and in Ottawa, they go for breakfast. Am I right? Is breakfast a thing in Montreal or in Ottawa? Like a business breakfast? In the civil law world, corporate world, yeah. It is, right? Yeah, but not, not in the criminal law. Not business. in criminal law. No. What about in, in Ottawa? Do you ever have breakfast meetings? Like with clients? Just, no, just generally. No. No? No, it was, it was pretty much just me and, and my now law partner, Brett McGarry, just going for breakfast because we're gluttons. Uh, <laughs> it was, there was nothing, uh, 
there's nothing more professional and productive about it than we just we just wanted eggs and hash browns. I always found it <laughs> when I lived in Ottawa. I always found it. I always found this shocking at how busy these breakfast places yeah. were. Yeah. No. No. Generally. Like, no. There is. Yeah. There's a lot of. Uh, yeah. There are a lot of. Well. Less. Less so now. Um, but yeah, there are a lot of places that did uh, breakfast and brunches and yeah. But on a regular like weekday. Yeah. 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 On a Tuesday. Tuesday at ten uh, thirty. You know we. Go to court, finish remands or the plea, and then just go grab breakfast at 10, 10 a.m. Wow. Nice, eh? <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. I know. That, that's the Ottawa practice. Mm-hmm. Just very so you know. You go there. Toronto. It's very civilized. It's very, it's very, it's very, civilized. very civilized over there. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. If you're at a bar, Val, mm. what do you order to eat? What kinds of, what's your favorite bar food? Bar food. Chips and guacamole. So easy. Yeah. Finger food. Finger food, yeah. That we but can share. Specifically. Pre-COVID. Chips and guacamole. Biage? Um, yeah. Sh- sharing stuff. There's... Uh, Johnny's has pretty good wings. Um, they're not your standard, like, wings or, you know... Got some like Italian seasoning on them and stuff, so I like their wings. If you're in court in Montreal and you have to go for lunch, where do you go? So many options. Go to places for me. Well, we're right next to Chinatown, so I mean, sky's the limit on any type of Asian food there. Cheap, quick. It's it's uh, an easy go-to area if you have to be back in court quickly but if not uh mandy's for their salads venice beach for their poke bowls i would say that's that those are my favorite le petit sao for vietnamese food those would be my go-to places yeah i'm uh, we have our courthouses on dundas right by the courthouse downtown the great chinese restaurants there Asian food is my go-to if I'm downtown for sure. Yeah. The the trick is to find a place where other lawyers frequent because it means that staff and management know they got to flip you quickly. Like Val said, it's the, the key is obviously you want good something good, you want, you know, reasonably priced, but you want to know that if you have an hour and 15 minutes for for lunch, uh, you'll be out of there. They're going to they're going to give you your check they, they 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 already know what the rhythm is you know you come in they're ready to take your order they're going to bring it to you before you ask for the check is there and you can get back to court so um place like johnny's uh lieutenant's pump is pretty good with that uh but yeah up and down elgin there's all the restaurants if you see there's other lawyers there and you're coming in from out of town and you see the other lawyers people you recognize at the courthouse sitting there it means that they'll get you in and out quick Bella, when we used to, when I say used to, go to bars after work, what's your drink of choice? Well, first of all, which bars did you prefer? It, it wasn't really, it wasn't what I preferred. It was where everybody went. We always went to Betty's next door or to Jason George on um, at Jarvis and, and um, Front. Uh, I, it wasn't really, I wasn't leading the way. I was just going with everybody. And, uh, I remember, um, depending on what kind of day I'd had. So if I'd had a sort of a, you know, set day, it's a, a, ba- a, a light bail hearing, um, 
you know, I just have some like kind of drink. And I remember if I'd had a trial or a loss, we, we, you would always have a martini with me. I remember that you, me and Chris would have a martini. And I always remember, I'll always associate you with onion rings that, that at Betty's, they were really, really good. And, and both at Jason George. And if I ordered them myself, if you weren't there for some reason, let's say you were held up on a, on a case or you went straight home. Um, if I ordered them, they're like, oh, onion rings. I, I would just have like have a bite and not even, but if you ordered them and I would have like one of your rings, I'd, I'd be like, oh, I have to have like, I basically just eat all your onion rings. I don't, I remember that very vividly. And I'll, I'll always associate onion rings with that. And we'd always be talking about, imagine what the staff at those places were like, imagine the stories that they, they were hearing when they were just coming around to bring drinks and, and food. I thought about that. They're just probably like, these people are crazy. Well, Betty's is an interesting bar too, because it's, it's not really like a, you know, lawyer hangout. So right. everybody in there is pretty much just, you know, mostly it seemed to me to be in the arts, film, yeah. film industry types and, and then all of a sudden, you know, a table of 10 suits walk in, we sit down and we're probably the most vulgar and the most descriptive in content with what we're discussing and the way we discuss it much more, um, much less polished than we discuss things on this podcast. And so it was, it was funny, but, uh, the best thing about those martinis, especially at Betty's were, were that, um, they thought that they had to fill the martini glass, you know, so, you know, they bring the martini glass and it's full to the brim and I drink one and I'd have to stay at the office for three, four five hours <laughs> before I could go, before I could go home and soak it all up with, uh, but their onion rings, their onion rings were really, really good. And they had this curry dipping sauce with those onion rings. They were really, really special. I, I should go back for some of those. John, what about you? Hey, we should do that. Yeah. Where do you go? Oh, I mean, early on, we used to to congregate, um, unfortunately, at, at Batch, which is right at the corner of Lombard, um, at the end of our, our block. Uh, sadly, because of COVID, they they shut down. They couldn't survive uh, the pandemic, which is which is you know unfortunate. Um, and you know, it was a microbrewery, and they they would brew right in there, and you know, you get to have fresh fresh pints. Um, and, you know, I guess we're going to have to find a new place once we get back to normal. Do you have a, a, a bar food of choice? Not really. I, I always found that I didn't really eat um, <laughs> whenever we went anywhere. I would just, you know, get myself a nice Glenlivet, 15, smooth, uh, sipping whiskey, and, you know, just enjoy having the discussion with your partners about your, your day. And that's how things always unfolded. Right. It's, it always seems like in our profession, you know, 98% of what we always discuss is, is our caseload and it's always shop talk. And a lot of people are, you know, in their careers, they're like, well, you know, I don't want to talk shop. I don't want to deal with that. But it, for us, it's always a topic that everyone's willing to discuss is what's happening. What case are you working on? You know, what are the issues, you know, funny stories that come out of the courtrooms and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, I miss it. I miss it a lot. So when I see you at old city hall, Angela, where can we go for lunch? I mean, I often used to go back to the office because it's so close. But if I wasn't doing that, I'd probably go to Bannock. 
across the street. Closed, I think. Well, now I don't know what I'm going to do. Daniel? Just eat lunch on Zoom. Uh, no, I, I love Cafe on the Square. I'm so happy I finally a guest has said Cafe on the Square. You want to know why I'm happy about it? Because we all eat there and nobody has said it. Yeah, but it's it's the plate. It's it's got that that characteristic of like, uh, well, somebody got the rights to this thirty years ago, so this is the place we have to eat. Like, uh, and and it's just like it's not trying to be anything it isn't. It's just like, what do you, you want? The, do you want the chicken today? We have the chicken today. It's great. I love that kind of place. I think it's probably one of the best, just straight up cafeterias in the city. Yeah, there's there, well, there aren't a lot of like cafeterias. If you sell out of an item you're a good place they sell out of their eggplant sandwich every day <laughs> and so when i'm in a long trial the lady who works the sandwich stand knows that i'm going to be eating there regularly so she always keeps one back in case i show up and doesn't put it out until after one because she knows we come there at one o'clock for lunch because that's i love the eggplant sandwich there i've never had the egg well, yeah, just a I very basic just I've a very had. basic Two pieces of bread, eggplant, breaded eggplant, yeah. piece of cheese, a little bit of sauce. It's like an eggplant parmesan sandwich? Yeah, but it's not like melted or gooey or anything. Right. It's not super heavy. It comes with a little side salad. Right. And I just, I love it. It's like one of the best things. And the lady knows. I tell her, I say, I'm doing a long case, so I'm going to be here regularly. So she knows. She keeps one behind for me. But the pizza's not bad there. You grab a slice. I haven't had the pizza. I've the, I usually get like the, get the chicken. It's like the quarter chicken. Oh, you eat off the hot table. Yeah. You have the quarter chicken. Yeah. I love going to the hot table at the cafeteria. I feel like it's because when I was in school, when I was like in grade five, I brought my lunch and then the other kids could go to like the cafeteria. And so I've always just wanted to be but them. That, I feel the exact <laughs> same way. I was never allowed to eat at a cafeteria in my life. I had to either go home for lunch or bring my lunch. So I love it. You know what else is really good there? The Rice Krispie Squares. <laughs> a classic. I cannot mimic. I don't know how they make those Rice Krispie Squares that pull apart like that. They're not crunchy. I, I've never had a Rice Krispie Square from Cafe on the Square. Recommend it. Um, what about when you're in Newmarket? I mean, I go to the cafeteria there, but it's not as fun. No, come on. And I like the Newmarket cafeteria. That's where I go. Newmarket and 361, my favorite cafeterias in the courthouses. I feel like whenever I'm in the cafeteria at 361, it's just stress because you're in that slow line and you're like watching the minutes tick by. Of your lunch hour. Yeah. I hate that. I know. I hate that. Yeah. I'd rather just leave, especially because at 361, there's so many options. You can go to, for Chinese or sushi or whatever. Just get out of there and you probably eat faster. But on a rainy day and you can't leave and you're stuck in that cafeteria. That line is horrible. You know what's a... But a, you see everyone. Like That's where all everyone's hanging out. See all your friends. Yeah, but I'm like stressed. I want to think about whatever the thing is I got to do when I get back in. That's also why I like the cafeteria because you can like quickly get your food and oh, then yeah. go work. My, which yeah. usually I need to do my, over lunch. If I'm like in a really intense <laughs> trial, my lunch is like I will buy a whole tuna sandwich and I'll eat half of it and then I will like drink coffee and not eat anything <laughs> the rest of the day. I, for a long time, when I started out especially and was doing mostly just shorter trials, would never, like, eat during the day, the day of the trial, but then come home and order, like, two pizzas kind of thing. <laughs> Couldn't keep that up when I started doing longer trials. No, I, I need a lunch. I need a sit-down lunch. 
I need to sit down. I like when people serve me. I prefer that. I prefer, I, I Just at meals or like generally? Generally. <laughs> In life. I like a sit-down lunch generally. Um, but I mean, Cafe on the Square is not a sit-down lunch, but I don't mind it because I actually like the food. The food's good. Yeah, the food's good. The food's good in 361 Cafeteria too. The problem there is, I agree with Daniel, it's like it's, it's, it can't sustain the volume. It's and too slow. Yeah, it's too slow. They can't turn it over quickly. There's a, there's a cafeteria underneath the Law Society. Has anybody ever been there? It's like, yes. yes. Yeah. I forgot about that, but I love that one. I think I like that more than eating in the fancy Osgood Hall cafeteria or restaurant. Not a cafeteria. No, Os- <laughs> I like to save the Osgood Hall restaurant for if I'm doing something like at the Court of Appeal or something, you know, it's a special occasion. I okay. get like a $14 uh, butter tart and a $36 <laughs> BLT. Yeah, I like to save it for losing a big appeal. Yeah, you, <laughs> you need it then. <laughs> So, after work, if you were going to go to a bar, which bar do you go to, Angela? For years, before I recently moved into Simcoe Chambers, when I was practicing at Young and Dundas, every Friday, the DFR crew would inevitably be at Queen and Queen and Beaver, just right behind Elm Street. English it's pub. a nice English pub. Mm-hmm. Got some good English fare, beer, good type of beer. They watch soccer there on the weekend. Great fries. Oh, yeah. And every time we'd go, we'd all be like, do we want fries? Are people getting dinner after? Do we feel like fries? Every time the answer was multiple (laughs) orders of fries for the group, but still required a discussion. And Daniel, where do you go for drinks after work? And don't say I got kids. Where do you go for drinks after work, Daniel? If you have the option to go for a drink. (laughs) If I I have the option. Where would you like to go? (laughs) Where would I like to go? Um... Where do I like to go? I feel like my my socializing is atrophied. I don't know, man. I live I live in Kensington Market. I like to go home and sit on my balcony. You live in the Kensington Market? <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, do you live near that park where there's a piano where people play the piano? That's that's the park I take my kids to play in. Yeah. yeah. We wait until like the sort of the the uh, crack smoking shift is over. Yeah, what time is that? Ends around between nine and ten on the weekends. In the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Let me go hang out there. If we're if I see you at three sixty one University, mm-hmm. where, where are we having lunch? In the basement. The in the cafeteria? basement cafeteria in the basement. Yeah, and it's a grilled cheese sandwich slathered with salty margarine. God, <laughs> uh, the grilled. I I cannot turn down cheese. a grilled cheese that's on any menu. If there's grilled cheese on a menu, I typically order because I like to try it. Um, but the one down downstairs at 361 is definitely a good one. It's really good. Yeah. What about if we are in uh, Brampton? Oh, uh, across the street there. <laughs> There's a Mandarin, or is it? A, is there Mandarin? Or Walk of Fame. Walk of Fame. That's that's what it is. That's where I go. Chinese the Chinese buffet. buffet. You're not the first person to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what about you? Where do we eat if we're downtown of 361 or Old City Hall? I never eat during a trial. I, I'm way ahead of like people on this uh, this fasting thing. Intermittent fasting. Yeah. Like I, I just believe that when you when you fast, you're just slightly more plugged into the matrix. So during trial. 
I just uh, I just prefer not to eat. I always lose weight during a trial. It's one of the good byproducts of it, and so you will not see me um, eating. You will see me drinking a lot of coffee, however. What about if we're just eat if we're just see each other at Old City Hall? It's not a trial. It's a s- simple day. Yeah, I'm like I'm like a brunch guy, you know. Like if I if I have the opportunity, where do you I'd, like to go? Like if I'm at Old City Hall, expectations across. Oh, we've been there once yeah, actually together. Yeah, we've we've been there. That's good. There. What do you usually get when you go there? Well, I usually usually eggs Benny is my go-to for if I'm if I'm doing brunch. That's a good call. I actually completely agree with Ryan about not eating during trials. Like I tend not to to eat during um, a proceeding. I like if I am eating, it's either it's not me who's the, the counsel who's on that day, or it's a one day thing, and so I don't feel the need to conserve my energy but I completely agree like during trials I have these like meal replacement shakes that I'll have in the morning for breakfast and that is that is it and I won't eat until I get home after trial I just feel yeah you're right more plugged into the matrix just like more alert I feel like there's the blood's not rushing from my brain to my stomach to digest food Um, and I don't drink coffee so I just rely on that to be alert yeah I mean I think um changing the subject a little bit, the, the most recent research is that it's it's healthy, right? Because like, our mm-hmm. ancestors fasted. They mm-hmm. didn't eat three meals a day. So it's, it, it, but that, I don't do it for health or weight loss reasons. I just I do it because <laughs> I feel more plugged in yeah. during a trial, more alert. Yeah, a lot of people are sluggish after lunch right. or, yeah, fall into like a carb coma. And I want to avoid that. So I keep, keep sharp by doing, by fasting. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. We defense lawyers. Whenever we talk, we we have a lot in common. Um, I find it really interesting. It, it takes a particular type of personality. Most people who go to a jail at Rikers Island, like you did or like I did, would hate it. Mm-hmm. Something about us doesn't hate it. Um, we love it, some of us. Well, so. don't get me wrong. I hated it. I, I hated what I saw. You hated I what I hated you saw. what I saw, and that galvanized me to to do something. I hated what, I, but I didn't hate the experience. Yeah, I know you hated what you saw. Yeah. But the people you met. Yeah. Uh, the stories you were told, and being in that environment, it it you didn't hate that. You hated what was being done to mm-hmm. them, and that's yeah. something that's interesting. There have to be people like us to make the system work. Thank you for listening to the Law Garage podcast. If you're new to the podcast, please check out season one and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Law Garage. Our production crew includes executive producer Jason Cooper and associate producers Christina Zdow and Remy Sansonwall. The Law Garage is a J-Mike podcast production.